When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fuck yeah, we're recording with Defense Politics, Isha, and uh, I don't think I've ever worn this shirt during a podcast. I came back to my apartment, and it was, it was right after the gym, and I put on, like, a dark shirt, and I, like, went and brushed my teeth, and, like, 30 seconds, there was, like, sweat marks going down the front of it and into my armpits, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I look like a pig, so I put on a, a white camo shirt, and it's also because I have been hired by uh, the Azov Battalion. Uh, they will be sponsoring oh. my podcast. There's um, the wrong flag behind. Yeah, I know. I know. I got to switch it out. You know, hopefully... Are we live or recording? What? Are we live or yeah. recording? Both. Yeah, we're live. And, Are uh, we live? Oh, yeah. Okay. And maybe I... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should put it in an application to Wagner. They might... So yeah, you maybe... have the wrong flag, you know, yeah. in, in the rear. Job. Yeah, I know. That shouldn't... It should be like the you know the the, the sun and the, the blue black and sun, the dark sun, the black sun, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Well, I mean, I have them because right now they're still the big dick in terms of money. They're doling out money to every dumb motherfucker. So, you know, I don't think they're necessarily being too stingy with the billions. So maybe if I say I am also fighting Russia, they'll give me money. I don't know. Maybe I need a. I might need a. Maybe I need to start thinking proactively. Maybe Ukraine is old news. Maybe I need to go to Niger. Maybe I need to go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the French are very poor. I think you should, you should, you should claim that you're Wagner. Yeah. I mean, and then you got to overthrow the uh, Kremlin. No, you should march on the Kremlin. I should march on the Kremlin. Get shot in the face. <laughs> That's exactly how that shit would end. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, Wyatt's been on here a couple times before. He runs Defense Politics Asia. Uh, the link to that YouTube is in the description. I think you I think Patreon. I think the Rumble. I think Locals. I think everything. All the everything that you've given me is in there. So whatever it, Wyatt's given me is in there. If it's not in there, that's Wyatt's fault, yeah. not my own. I, I, I will give give a new one. No, I have a new list. <laughs> didn't you? Did you start a, a DPA too? I do a DP what? Did you because you put it on Twitter the other day? You're like, should I start a second channel? Oh yeah, I was thinking about it. Then I decided, uh, no, <laughs> not yet. Maybe, yeah. maybe because I, 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 I can actually create a lot of content out of one report, like one mapping. Yeah. So, so I can do like quick updates, short ones. Then I did. Then in the end, I decided uh, not to because I'm already really swamped by the work. Yeah. Because on uh, YouTube. Uh, my my views is not not very high nowadays. Uh, really? It's actually, low. Yeah, yeah. In so so my competitors, so called competitors, are are doing really well. They are in the hundreds of hundreds of thousands, hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, <clears throat> and uh, I'm I'm always languishing in the like twenty thirty case. So yeah, I, I kind of give given up on it. So no, the only solution to it is uh, I just do more videos. Yeah. <laughs> to to go up to push up the revenue. But um, but because thankfully too, I have very loyal supporters. They support me on Patreon and stuff. So that actually gave me less anxiety than it was before. So, 
uh, last year it was, it was it's very bad when this kind of thing happens. It's like, oh my God, your revenue drops by so much. Then you like you will be like worried because are you able to sustain this operation? Because it is very very heavy work uh, to do the mapping. Like we are talking about four or five hours a day. Yeah. And what is a normal work day? It's like only eight hours, nine hours for normal office workers. So half the day is gone just doing the mapping and yeah. then maybe one quick report, one zebra, and there's a very, very big commitment. So if there's no, no revenue in it, it's a big problem. So yeah, but thankfully I have patrons and uh, it's, it's not like super big money, but it's good enough to act as a foundation yeah. that I can build on and that actually not so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I also want to say, you know, Twitter just monetized my channel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yes. dude. Yeah, and, and the the money is not much. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't I don't know how they count. They also never say how they count. I saw Jason Hinkler very pissed. <laughs> it's I think they, they count impressions, but they don't tell you how to track your own impressions. I'm not sure. Maybe every every uh report against your your, your tweet you get like a no one hundred dollar discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, I don't know how they work because the I saw some people have massive income. You know, some people yeah. from from the, and then but their channels may not be that massive. And then you have like big channels with like, very little income. That's like I I don't I have no idea how it works. So so I just gonna like oh just whatever man. Yeah. Money is money. Yeah, it's just a you know that, good for a pocket money. You know. Yeah, that is kind of like. I think you and I have talked about it more and more. It's hard to... It, it, it's hard to... There's this, like, middle line. Like, when you're first starting out, you're like, I'm not going to be, like, a shitty business. I'm just going to put out, like, the best content. And then, I mean, as the years march on, you're like, dude, this thing has to make money. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, I have to... I have to do this. And, like, I've canceled on guests for bigger guests. And I'm like, dude, I have to get shows that, like get more views and it's kind of it's kind of depressing but i mean yeah. so like your stuff like your like your reports are 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 fantastic but there might yeah there might just be people that you know like you and they just want to see more of you and i mean i you, you probably should start that second channel man and just upload like upload like the the unedited version where it's just everything like some people just because i watch your videos and like you're just you're also just like a fun guy to listen to, like regardless of like reports on the war. Like it's also, you know, like you're you're like a, you're a fun persona to listen to. So so the the, the consideration is this: actually, DPF five channels already. Oh, it's just Jesus. that there is a main channel. <laughs> There's a main channel, and then so that was there was an original main channel. So what happened is that I realized that um, whenever I post a non-Ukraine war stuff, it get washed away by the Ukraine war reports. Yeah. Because U Ukraine war reports is very regular, very yeah. frequent. So even, so if I post something about uh, China or whatever, it gets swept away very quickly. And it doesn't have time to sleep, uh, to, to actually faster and grow in terms of views and to grow that viewership. Because what people don't understand on YouTube is that there is different audience, like viewers for different content. So even, so so if they are here for my channel to watch Ukraine war, they're not there's a good chance a good half of these people will never click on anything else. Yeah. That post. Like like they are very stubborn. No, they it's like they don't trust me. <laughs> so 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 the so I realized that this is a problem. 
and uh, and then I started to realize that the algorithm do not encourage you to post multiple videos at the same time. Especially, you know, once you post more than three videos. You were saying uh, that on the, Twitter, they'll flag you for like spamming. Yeah. Not spam, but the thing is that because the, they, they, because they will have to recommend your videos, right? They're not going to recommend more than four videos. So by the time you post the fourth video, the first video that you posted of the four will be considered old. Uh, so there was a lot lesser. So so if you have too many videos that you post at the same time, well, yes, for that day, you will get more revenue. Definitely, you have more revenue. But the thing is, is that the potential of the videos is suppressed, which means that if, if a, the first video was a viral video, it was doing really well. But with every video that you posted, the, the graph will start to bend and it will get worse and worse. And then it's like, this video could have gotten you a lot more subscribers, but no, because you posted the other videos, so this video is, is fucked. Yeah. And and this is also, this is the reason, this is the two main reason why I started the DPA war channel. So I want to push all the war reporting to the other side. Then the main channel end up, I realized I have no, don't have enough content for it because it was already so heavy. Uh, to report on Ukraine war. So I do some other type of reporting on the war, on the main channel. But then now the main channel can also dedicate to other stuff like the Niger situation. I'm posting it on the main channel. I also posted, posted some on the Sudan uh, on the main channel as well. So so that helps to you know break stuff up to the bricks and everything so that the main channel continue to be main and continue to be growing. But of course, uh, because of like, I talk about how the audience works in the in YouTube, in YouTube so end up uh, the views of non-ukraine war content is always lesser so and then then now because the dpa war channel is a smaller channel so when you are smaller means <clears throat> youtube will not push your 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 channels uh your videos that hard like a, a channel with a million views always will have, a, a million subscribers will always get pushed more than a hundred sub hundred sub channel unless you are suppressed uh which many channels are also so because if you are suppressed, you'll never get new viewers. So or sometimes they don't even push it to you know existing yeah. viewers. So that happens. So I so now my so I was thinking about a, a another channel like the DPA two where I can just spam video. So I don't yeah. I don't want to care about algorithm for that channel. So the these two I will have to care about the algorithm. I cannot post too many. Because it, then it will waste my effort. Mm -hmm. But then I can throw all the low effort videos into yeah. the PA2. Yeah. So like I spam like five videos a day or whatever. Yeah. I was thinking about it. But then I realized that, you know, I just, it's still effort. It's still you no know, hard work. So it's like, if I do that, then I do all this hard work. The video is not, not monetized because it's new. So it's like, ah, should I do it? It's just another commitment. I think you should. <clears throat> it's... And for and for anyone that's listening and they're not interested, go fuck yourself. Because unfortunately, this is sometimes I'll talk about this and people will be like, "Why are you talking about?" I'm like, "This is what's on my mind twenty four seven is work." So yeah. if you're wondering why yeah. we're talking about this, it's because this is the constant internal monologue of how do I do, how do I. But like, like last year I started my gaming channel, and it was kind of what you're saying. It, it was just it was low effort. Like I did the podcast. I would try to get guests, you know, authors, doctors, whatever. And then the gaming channel was just this thing that, like, wasn't edited. I would just throw I didn't care if anyone liked it. I didn't care if it was engaging or not. And I just kind of kept it there and just kept dumping shit into it. But it actually... How is it doing now, your gaming stuff? 
Well, that's what I'm getting at is like, so it kind of became just like this, this like practice, like playground almost where I was just throw shit at like whatever. Like I don't talk about whatever I didn't cause I, I never cared. I just spammed it. And actually it, it started to almost become like this thing where I would start working out like new ideas and stuff and throwing it out there. And that thing now makes more money than my podcast because <laughs> it's no, I'm not kidding. Like, like, like three times as much. And like, so, so it's if just, he, it's if the, he's a yes, you guys, all these guests, you know, a few hundred, I think a thousand already. Thousands of you guys, your guys are useless, man. Yeah, absolutely see, fucking really, useless. Absolutely yeah, fucking what, useless. Yeah, fucking waste of time. It is. <laughs> no, man, it is. And it's just like, so, but my point is, is like, I'm so, because I remember initially I was like, I don't want to make it. It's going to be spam. It's going to be low effort. But now, I mean, I started at January 2022. So now we're, what, 20 months in. And now I'm so happy I did it because it's becoming this, and it's still growing and evolving. And is now- it a separate channel? No, so I'm because it just it got like completely unlisted on YouTube. So now I just stream to my my podcast. So I use my podcast subscribers. I use that user base and then I stream at night and I'll stream at like 10 p.m. or something. And people will come on. It's live chat. It's fun. It runs to like two or three in the morning and then I'll just I'll unlist it. So I don't so I don't spam up the channel. So I don't clog the channel. So if you go to my podcast, you just see the podcast. But if you come on late at night, you'll see like a live thing. And it's just a, a big red thumbnail. And like that's the but that thing now makes more money than the fucking podcast. So I'll, I'll talk to these. This, so so now you're, this is your mistake right now. You need to have a second Rumble channel, which you can. Because under one account, you can have multiple channels. That's what I have now. So you can you should have a, a Tommy Tommy's gaming podcast or whatever. Oh, you can uh, make another you name. can make multiple channels under one account. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't know I that. Have, I, <laughs> I have like, I have like four channels in my Rumble account. Ah, because other than DPA, except DPA War, all the different channels are duplicated from YouTube. So DPA War fits only to one to the main channel, and then uh, other other channels actually have their own channels. I have that. Oh. So you should have a second channel, uh, and then you. So once you unleash from the live, you upload as a video into the second channel. So you you can oh. live on May, and then. Uh, and yeah, then, you, should, you should do that. And then, like, so yeah. you can have a second, like a library, additional yeah. income, like a passive income. Uh, you know, if, yeah, it's a waste of your no, of it, your content because if I only saw it on yeah. yeah, I only saw it on Twitter. I was like, yeah, that's weird. You cannot find it on the main on your Rumble channel. Oh. It's a waste. Uh, yeah, because that's oh the, my god, you have lost no a few thousand dollars of income. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make a note of that right now because. Last thing is like I'll do the streams and and they'll they'll get like three or four thousand views, but then I unlist them because you know I when because, well some of the guests I have on you know like yesterday I had on like you know Doctor Malone and Doctor Hatfield like Doctor Hatfield was on like the White House COVID Task Force Doctor you know they're these huge yeah. names and they draw in a spe like specific crowd of like professionals and. So I unlist the video game channels because I don't want somebody coming to look at the Dr. Malone interview and then they see like a live stream of me talking about, you know, should I suck a horse's dick for cash? You know, it, it doesn't they don't they don't mix. It's mixed like oil and water. So I always unlist yeah, yeah, yeah. them. But no, I, I do think about that. I'm like, there's so many views that they're just not getting once they're unlisted. 
Yes. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna make a note of that right now. Oh my god, you lost so much money. I know, I know, but whatever, <laughs> dude. It's a learning. We process. we we did have this about your gaming content like the last time I'm on. I believe that you told me about the that you say you unlisted. So I I wasn't really thinking that much. Then I was just thinking, why would you unlist it? Yeah. That, but this is also reason why I have a DPA gaming channel. Uh, yeah. Gaming, but I I don't really I have actually I have recorded some stuff, actually a lot of stuff, but I didn't upload them, because I I wanted to edit them, and then I'm just no time. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have so much stuff to it's... upload. Yeah, and it's it's just so fucking exhausting. And that's yeah. kind of where you I am cut right down now. On your interviews, perhaps. What? Cut down, cut down on your interviews because I know that you are. Well, like, it's no like what we were talking about earlier. It's they only make you know the only repeatable way I've found to make like the gaming stream is a complete fucking lottery. Sometimes you'll come in and you'll make five hundred dollars in a night, and then but sometimes you then you for the next month you might make one dollar. So that's not like a reliable source of income. It, only, it's a donation thing. It's, it's yeah, people donate. like super chat it, yeah. And ah, ah. yeah, so that that's like where the money, it doesn't come from ads. And versus like the actual interviews I do, those... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Make money off of ads. And those are the only things that are, it's like reproducible. Where I know if I do one episode, that one episode might, let's just say, make $5. Well, if I do three episodes that day, I know I'm going to make 15 So that's the only thing that's like reproducible. Yeah, yeah. So again, it is like, yeah, there's people are always tell me like dude you should just do one interview a day i would love to do one interview a day i have to fucking the show is still not it still has not broke like a profit margin it's still it's barely at where it needs to be so i have to keep doing these like it's it's absolutely miserable <laughs> see you viewers you know never think about us you see this is all we think about yeah <laughs> it's a psychosis it's not healthy <laughs> Like it's yeah. it's not it's, this is this, this is how I came up with the second channel thing because I was thinking no I could have you no know, create another you no know, three videos like low effort videos yeah like three minutes each and then I can upload it you yeah know, keep the channel busy yeah because I cannot upload it into the 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 main the two main channels because if I do that I would destroy my high effort videos well yeah you so, you drown them out with with horseshit yeah not horseshit but you no know, no I know yeah I know like, what you mean it's. Yeah, man, it's my my favorite comedian, Tim Dillon. I remember listening to him like, like it's probably like three years ago, and he was talking about becoming a comedian, and he was giving advice to somebody that wanted to be a comedian, and he goes, "What you need to understand is this: you are now taking a facet of your personality, in this case, comedy, or in in you and I's case, just content creation, interviews, and you war reviews." He goes, "Once you commoditize that." and turn it into a business, you are eternally killing a part of you that you can never get back because you will never be able to look at it purely as comedy anymore. You'll be looking at it as the thing that pays rent. And he goes, you will forever sell your soul and become a hollowed out shell. 
you will then start looking at jokes as as income sources and you will forever destroy yeah. the thing you love so just understand that and i look at that 3 years later and i go yeah i mean yeah there's so many times where i'm talking to a guest and i'm like what would get more views and i'm like i've like i have raped and murdered the thing i love <laughs> like i have fucking killed it yeah yeah so th this is the reason why i have so many channels because i realized that i have to diversify and if i silo myself into one thing uh is this it would destroy that thing like for example the ukraine war i started off as curious like partly curiosity you know i really yeah. want to know what's happening so i map it myself because i don't trust the mainstream media yeah and now you know it's just a very it's just a fucking boring war to me it's like yeah. um, because the russians don't really want to fight in the sense that they just want to hold position so and they are making some push uh in the certain other parts of the front line but largely the 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 war is very uh stagnant it's like a world war one it's world war one it's just yeah, yeah. The fronts don't really change that much, and it's not like nothing is happening. No, I, I, on a daily basis, there's, there's still a lot to talk about. It's just that, uh, it's not as fun as it was, and I, there's no way to speed it up, and that's very irritating to me because I got so many things I can talk about. I can talk about Brits. I can talk about no, you, you, the Europe is dying. I can talk about U.S. politics. Then now Niger, I totally throw aside Sudan because I have no time to do do anything about it. So, so it's like. And then Ukraine war, but then Ukraine war is that the thing that pays you. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Because you Ukraine war easily get at least double to triple the views of yeah. any other topic, at least. But I do do things that I'm passionate about. Like I want to give voice to the normal people. So I have the DPA open mic. So the D, the DPA open mic channel is where I give normal my my fellow viewers you know the chance to you know voice their opinions and to talk and then we have 10 people on the screen and we and then we are just like talking about stuff yeah and it's 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 like a it's like a podcast on uh what's the, what's the fucking word steroids word? on 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 the steroids injection podcast yeah, on steroids good. podcast yeah uh, it's steroids. yeah yeah the, the word the word is just I just lost that word when it comes to my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like a podcast on steroids where you have so many people on the screen, all you know, sometimes they argue and then they talk over each other. Yeah. It's just so fun. Uh, but that doesn't make a lot of money. That, 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 but it's uh, fun. And that one needs a bit of editing because the, it goes for five hours. Yeah. So so as a result, you no, know, I, I actually use the AI tool to help me do the timestamping and then breaking it up to, into uh, different videos, which now I have so many videos. I have like, of all the open mic, I previous before I had the AI tool, I actually get someone to edit for me to break up the videos and give me the timestamps. And now I have like thousands of clips that I have no place to post. Yeah, <laughs> thousands, like literally. So I, 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 so that is the, and there's so many good conversations which I have no ways to pick out yeah. and uh, put it to to more to higher circulation. Yeah, a, a lot of very very good conversations and very good uh, arguments. I don't even have the time to go through them because it's fucking five hours, you know. Yeah, no, dude. I my average game stream is yeah, like four to six hours, and it might be, it might be nothing for like two hours, and then there's, I mean, some of the best discussions I've ever had are not on the podcast. They're at one in the morning, and somebody's <laughs> commenting about this, and we go into this deep philosophical rabbit hole life experience. All the while, I'm just running around like shooting hookers on Grand Theft Auto, 
And then, like, it's over, and you're like, that was better than, like, any interview I've done in the last month. Like, what do I do with that? But then it's then it's the next day, and you got three more shows, and you got the six-hour, 100-gigabyte video, and you're like, fuck it. I just throw it on the un- whatever, and it's and, just... It's not just that. It's If it's a four-hour stream, to edit that four hours into, let's say, one video, you know, totally compact into something that is so watchable, so entertaining... That takes two to three times the amount of time. So it's like you'll yes. be twelve hours editing. No, that Who that requires that's a full time job. Yeah. So so that's why the gaming channels are full timers because they do full time editing on the on the games and then they can really take out all the best part because you need to go through all three to five hours depending on how long is the stream to take the best part out. And I have the open mic which is five hours. There's so many good conversations, but you still have to really technically go through them. Or at least I have to memorize what are the ones. Then I can take the clips out from the AI. But the thing is, even that is like effort. It's like, oh my God, it's brain power. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then I have the Ukraine war the next day. Yeah. Just like you you have the, like another three interviews. I will have the, the Ukraine war. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, I'll, it's, it's gotten like... It's gotten to the point where on a gaming channel, like if something funny happens, because there's like a 20-second delay, I'll just open up my phone go to the i'll have the video i'll hit play and just screen record it and then when it's fit because i'm like i'm not gonna remember this it's just it's in one ear out the other and you're fucking doing this and then it's over and it's 3 a.m and you're like i gotta go to bed like you wake up the next morning you gotta go to the gym like i'm late for the fucking pod get three more and then by the time you have free time you're like am i gonna edit last night's gaming channel or am i just gonna do a game again and it's i mean you really do need like a full team like yeah. you, which then comes back to the money thing, and it's like, well, how the fuck are you gonna pay people? I, I think, I think because you're on Rumble, I think that's one of the big problems. Rumbles, <sighs> despite on a thousand views, uh, you do get almost equivalent as YouTube, uh, from how I calculated it. But the thing is, the, the algorithm is is shit. The yeah. UI is shit. It's dog which shit. Means, so, so algorithm is shit is one thing already. It's one bad thing for uh, smaller channels, but then you have poor U- UI, UX, user interface and user experience. Yeah. Rumble. So that's a that's a massive problem because let's say I want to scroll through, like, you know, on YouTube, I, you can scroll through a different stuff, right? To to find videos to watch. You can't do that that easily on Rumble. Rumble only have a good homepage. Yeah. Any stupid category that you press in, then they go into this uh, row layout. It's like, stupid, man. Yeah. I did feedback to the whoever, the Rumble people that, uh, that I'm in contact with, but it's like, I don't yeah. think they have the power to change it. And it's no. not difficult. It is just a CSS thing. You know, it's just a cascading style shit. It's just a style shit. You can just convert it into like a tiles. And like, you know, three three videos per row. And you can go through way more videos more quickly. Yeah. It's like one by one, one by one. Like, wow, my God. It's impossible. I don't even want... It's like I, I, there's one day I was like, Fuck YouTube, man. I could just use Rumble. And then I, I went into Rumble. I clicked, okay, I'm going to find a gaming channel. I clicked. And it's like, fuck, man. I'm not going to spend like, you know, yeah. 100, you know, scrolling down the mouse just to go through 100 videos. It's, it's not practical. It's just so poor. Then yeah. I was like, okay, forget it. Just go back to YouTube. Yeah. And then it's you, a waste. It's and then, a waste. And then you look at it from my point of view. I can't go back to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I have no home. I can't go there. Yeah. I have to use Rumble. So people are like, "Tommy, this isn't working in Rumble." I'm like, "I don't know what to fucking tell you, dude. I have no, I have no idea what to tell you. I don't fucking. It's it's 
it's I'm not gonna f- I'm not gonna fight YouTube. It's a fucking trillion dollar corporation that's backed yeah, by yeah. intelligence agencies in the White House. I'm not fighting it, so I'm gonna upload to Rumble. I have no say in Rumble. I have asked Rumble to please buy my show at like the lowest possible price. I'm like I'm not, and then they sign fucking. They signed gamers for like five million dollars, and there's a bunch of brain dead horse shit of like slap competition. And I'm like, and that is, that is actually a contradiction, you know. So YouTube doesn't do that, which is why they have incentive to push everyone. But on Rumble, once you push like UFC, yeah, because they're gonna push UFC content. If is it what UFC right? They, they have yeah, UFC, yeah, 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 they yeah, have yeah. some other, you know, the slap chant. I don't know what kind of stupid. It's like, it's like, slap, it's like slap, yeah, but what, power slap. Yeah, once you have all this content, the incentive, because you already paid the money, the incentive is to push these this, this yeah. guys. Yeah. So the small guys are never going to be to, to be there. Like, for example, if you if I look at my, my Rumble viewership, it's the same as half a year ago. Oh, really? There's no change, really. Uh, so, so what's the point? I, I cannot focus on Rumble under such a situation because well, there's no reason to do that. It, 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 so, so while a lot of you know this, I think that is good segue into like talking about maybe culture war. You no, know, yeah, the situation. It's like it's easy, it's easy to say that. Oh, now we have Rumble. You know, maybe Twitter. You no, know, now Twitter is coming up. Like, but the thing is, nothing is comparable to YouTube. No, I have. For example, for DPA and in my previous life uh, as working problem, well, my other YouTube channel, I post on all social media platforms you can imagine. Like, you no know, Parler, Parler is gone. Yeah. Uh, Get, uh, no. Getter, Gab. Gab, True. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. On, yeah. I post on everything. So I know what is the reach like. I can tell you everything sucks. Yeah, no, I got, yeah, no, I, I have them all too. You just fucking spam to all of them. Yeah, no. All the other yeah, ones suck. All the other ones. All sucks. They have no reach. They will never introduce your your stuff. They to never you grow. People. I've had this. And, I've had exactly 127 followers on Gab for like a year and a half. Yeah. What the fuck? So, so so this all these social media platforms are broken. TikTok TikTok actually did the right thing, but unfortunately they have a lot of bots. They they actually will force you to force view, uh, videos to new viewers. So that's something that they do that TikTok is good at. Uh, that's what YouTube does as well. But TikTok is a bit more intrusive. They throw it in your face. But uh, but the problem with TikTok is that a lot of the, a lot of the accounts are all fake. The num the view numbers are all fake. So you don't really actually know the real num- real numbers. Like for example, my TikTok account have zero videos. Zero. I'm just there to look at pretty girls. Yeah. And uh, look at pretty girls shake their butts. But the thing is, of course. <laughs> uh, what else do you use TikTok for? Exactly. What the fuck yeah. <laughs> What else am I using that brain dead platform? Yeah, I'm, I'm going there for the rich discussion on the culture war. Yeah. So, oh. so the thing is, I have followers, you know, and I, and they are all pretty girls. Yeah. With with phone numbers, usernames. Yeah, they ain't real. So, so no, with with that, I'm a, I'm literally I post nothing, and I have followers. So obviously, all these numbers are fake. A lot of these accounts are fake. But that is also how they get. TikTokers to get really excited and think that they're becoming famous. There are some which really become famous uh, that leads people from TikTok to you know follow them on Instagram and other stuff. But you no, know, largely, yeah, TikTok is TikTok. But you see, at least TikTok have this formula of pushing content to new people, and and that's basically their homepage. 
you if you want to view things only in the people that you follow, they have a following tab. You click that, then those feed will be from the people you are following. So that is good. Take, uh, Twitter also have this thing, which is good. So in the end, after I go use everything, YouTube is still number one in terms of uh, reach. By posting a video, I have the best reach over there. Then then next is Twitter. So these are the only two places that you can really get new view, uh, new followers. Everything else, including Facebook, is all shit. It's, like, it's all dog Facebook shit. used to be good long time ago. used to be good. But they broke it after they get listed. They broke it. They, they they because for the sake of revenue, they decided that oh, if you want your post to reach more people, you have to pay money. Yeah. And what's worse is that you can pay money to get more followers on or uh, more followers on your page, but then they only show five to five percent of the yeah, show your post to five percent of your people. Then why am I paying money to get followers? I, you I'm, still have to pay money to reach your entire following. That's ridiculous. Facebook is totally broken. It, it can't be work. It can't be used it, like corporate uh, as a commercial thing. No, you can. Uh, it's only for friends and family. You know. Yeah. You no, know, that's all. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's the landscape that we are in, and uh, and it is very painful uh, for anyone to be de- 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 platform like you. So I can feel it because I I see the amount of my percentage of revenue. It's like. How can anyone survive as a content creator not on YouTube? So, so, but Twitter is, is promising. But the pro- the, but the problem is, uh, the, the, how they, how they pace is very, uh, ambiguous. It's, there's no way to know how they actually, um, calculate. So there's no way you can game the system uh, because you don't even know how they calculate. They say yeah. that it's under, based on replies. On but, replies? Yeah, so you post something, then under the replies, uh, <laughs> then there's ad views, but no idea, man. Yeah, I mean, Twitter's the only thing where my subscribe Twitter, my subscribers, they constantly grow. Rumble, it constantly grows. Spotify solid. Spotify still grows. My If I graph it out, and it, even with Rumble and Spotify, when I graph it out, like it's very frustrating, but whenever I look back like six months... I mean, the views are going up exponentially, so, like, it is growing. It's just, it's all, it's all, it's... But growth, growth without revenue is pointless. What? Growth without revenue is pointless. Well, that's the only, that's the only thing I give a shit about, is tracking revenue, too. The, and the revenue is going up exponentially. That's the only thing I, I care. I don't give a shit what the numbers are on the screen. I don't care if it says I have nine subscribers. If it's paying for my rent, go for it. I don't give a shit. But so like, Spotify is working for you now? Oh, yeah. No, Spotify's yeah, working. Think. Rumble's working. Locals is working. I'm hoping I can get monetized on Twitter. I mean... Who is who is, who is better? Spotify or Rumble? In, in terms of revenue? Spotify is more... Con- Spotify is consistent and reproducible. You know that if you do this, you're going to make this. And if you keep at it, you're going to make more. Rumble... You can, I think you can make more on Rumble. I've made more on Rumble. But it's a total fucking lottery. It's like yeah. it's it's somebody watches your show and it's some wealthy person and it's a Friday night and they're drunk and like, bro, I love your show and they drop five hundred dollars and you're like, fuck it. But it, you can't rely on that. You can't yeah. you can't say, okay, that was yesterday, so I know that on in September I will make five hundred more dollars. You might not. You might make one dollar versus Spotify is much more of a grind, mm-hmm. but it's. It's slow and consistent, but it's reproducible. 
and you it's it's guaranteed yeah that's this that's based on revenue because you cannot calculate based on super chats like no like no, my, no you can't count on super chat it's a total yeah. it's lightning striking yeah There's so no, that's, that's yeah. for the dp open mic as well because open mic channel is very small it's a few thousand subs but the thing the thing is that it is the super chats the the loyal supporters that is funding the channel and so like i did tell them that the money actually don't really exactly go to me because i use it to pay for the editing mm-hmm. because the ai tools you need to pay pay for it uh it, it counts by per minute so so i have to pay for that and then and then for me yeah and then sometimes it get lower certain certain uh weeks because i do it once a week the the open mic so certain weeks there will be lower income but it's covered by the higher income from the previous week so it's kind of balanced in that sense so yeah but that's a like a really really no it's really a passion thing there's no no money for me not much money for. but that's the thing is like a passion thing that's not a luxury that's a it's a necessity like the gaming channel saves me right because I'll do yeah. interviews, and I'm exhausted. But then you sit down at the end of the night, and you're playing fuck Sandstorm or, or or Ground Branch or Ready or Not or something with your buddies, and kick back and you're just laughing and like that's fun. And it's just completely your feet are up, and you're just kind of taking it easy. Like you have to have that because if it's not, this is what I always come back to: is if I'm not going to enjoy any of this, then I'm just going to reapply to medical school and go be a doctor, because at least that's a guaranteed income and you get a white coat and you're a doctor. Like if I'm going to be miserable and working hard, I might as well just go be a doctor. The whole point of doing this is to like have fun. But you, you are, you are too hardworking. Yeah. Yeah. But I can imagine maybe when you do the gaming channel and then you get certain, uh, steady revenue from there. Uh, Although rumble is rumble and like, no, uh, Maybe then you can cut down a bit on the interviews. Maybe instead of three, you can have two or one, or maybe it could be. I'm not sure. You, you can actually reference some of the other channels and see how what they are doing, because mm-hmm. they 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 do. Or it could be like you know one is interview, so which is live. Another one is a video, which is maybe just a monologue about you commenting on, uh, current events, and uh, and then you have your gaming channel, where you just. So life will become more relaxing, not so painful. Monologues is monologues are much more easier to do because you just read the news and then you just comment what you think. Yeah, I mean, I I've I've been saying I've always said this. Ideally, the show makes more money. I would love to do like four or five podcasts a week, and just do one a day. And like really lean, like selectively pick the guest and instead of an hour, like do two or three and like really lean into it and just enjoy that thing. That's, that's what I would like to do. And mm. what I think though, is I think, I think what you and I are doing right now, I don't think it's, I don't think it's avoidable. You look back at any person who's starting, right? The whole reason why you start your own business is it's an initial dislike of whatever you're doing. I can do this better. I don't want to work for someone else. I want to reap, you know, I want to express myself. I want to create, I want to whatever to get there though. It's like a plane 
climbing to cruising altitude. The first two minutes of the flight, you're shaking and you're stuck in your seat and you're like, but you don't tell yourself, oh my God, it's going to be two hours of this. I'm going to throw up. No, it's just like, it's a couple minutes and then you level off. You look out the window and you just, it doesn't feel like you're even moving. And then that's where you want to stay, but you got to get to that spot. So I think that, I think one day we'll probably both look back and be like, yeah, that's what you have to do is you have to fight like hell. You have to fucking slit throats and kill everyone and get every interview. And then I'll look back and be like, I can't believe I did a thousand interviews in three years. Like now I do a hundred a year, but you have to get to that point. And so, and all the markers, revenue, subscribers, views, they're all pointing to this happening. It just, I think I got like another year or two of this unholy lifestyle of working myself to exhaustion of just like <laughs> the, the the podcast ends and I just sit here like rubbing my head and I'm like, I hate my life. I fucking hate everything. But it is working. Like it's gonna. Yeah. I, I think I made, I think I made like a dollar a month in 2020. I think I made ten dollars yeah. a month in twenty twenty one, a hundred a month last year, and right now I'm making like two thousand dollars a month. It's going up, it's going through the yeah. fucking roof, and it's like, am I really gonna give up now? If I can yeah. just keep this for like one more year, I mean that points to next year it making ten thousand a month. Like I'm almost there, and it's then you can slow down and then you can yeah kind of choose what you put out i think i think it's really very impressive to to know not on youtube and to earn 2000 god if you're on youtube this number will be like the dumb stand man so. i know it makes me want to blow my fucking brains out it also <laughs> yeah. makes me have zero sympathy for anyone that's like it's hard to start a channel i'm like fuck off <laughs> like <just> like <laughs> They're like, I just yeah, don't get it. They're like, can you, it. can you put me in touch with your guests? I'm like, no, eat a dick. Like, <laughs> I'm tired, though. I mean, an interview a day is up. Shut up. I don't know how to. I'm like, fuck off. I don't care. I don't give a shit. It's, yeah, it, it, it breaks your yeah. soul. I think, I think there is this uh, misconception about podcast being easy to do. Like, you know, people see Joe Rogan, you know, just talking to, you know, chit-chatting with someone for two, three hours and then, you know, becoming famous and everything like what they what these people don't see is that there's countless amount of podcasts out, out there they are not getting views yeah. like so much podcasts out there and everybody want to do podcasts and people is telling me to do podcasts because i have a few like you know uh, videos where i invite guests to come and talk uh like i i have uh scott Ritter on that is still by now is still my best performing channel and he just got deplatformed by youtube like just over the past 24 hours. Oh, really? He just got terminated, yeah. So I, but the thing is, like, I know there's views there if I invite all these bigger names to yeah. come to my channel. But the thing is, I don't want to be another podcast. Why the hell do I be another Duran for what? Like, yeah. What's the point? There's really the Duran. Why Why do I want to like, compete with them? And so, yeah. So, no, it's because it's not easy. And then you, and like for for your channel, it's actually one of the good examples because the guest always uh, is is not always in the same industry. They are always different type of people for talking about different kind of content about different kind of 
uh, crisis and problems, and and the viewers are always going to be from different uh, place. Oh yeah, the viewers they're interested is just going to be different group of people. Just like you know Joe Rogan, I will never watch his stuff until you know Jordan Peterson got on. Yeah, <laughs> for example, it's like then oh you know or maybe Tim Pool. No it's people that I know. If it's some other random people like no, I I, I have not interest. I'm not interested. Yeah. No why that like, they he the 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 one he uh he invited Doctor Malone. I have not watched it a bit. Like, but it was such big hoo-ha. So, so the, that's the problem with podcasts that people don't understand. It doesn't grow in a linear fashion because your viewers, your audience is always going to be different unless you only interview a specific type of people. For example, yeah. maybe some war veterans that they only interviews war veterans. Yeah, then all the war veterans or all the you know, war geeks you will all be interested to watch. But when you go all over the place, yeah, that is a very hard life. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, that's not a path that I want to get into. No. And it's... It, it's the glamorous. It's definitely glamorous. You know, you see, Tommy looks so handsome, you know? It's the American flag, behold. Fuck yeah, America. <laughs> it's... it's if, yeah, if you stick with one topic, you can get everyone that likes that. But that's all you're ever going to get. You're never going to break outside of that. So you're going to hit a spot, and then that's it. Because you're, there's only so many war geeks. You, you, even if you get them all, it eventually stops. That's why I have to constantly have different people on and hit as many different topics as I can. Is because you have to just keep pulling people in, and it's yeah. I don't even. I'm curious. How, how like you have interviewed so many different people? Uh, how does it affect your worldview? Uh, it, it, we are reversing now. I'm interviewing uh, Tom. Yeah. How does it affect <laughs> no. my worldview? Like um, no, because you 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 re- I believe that you you are actually one of the rare people in this world right now that have talked to the most number of experts. Like you probably are more well versed than most of the TV hosts or you know talk show hosts that is on those cable TV. You no, know, have it. How has it changed you over the past few years? Yeah, I've really, I've really come to accept and truly mean it when I say I have no idea what's going on in this world. Like, you're so confident in your beliefs, but when you get to talk to so many experts, you know, guys, they're in Delta Force or guys that invented the vaccine or guys that have been to space or worked at nuclear power plants you just even just start rubbing the surface and you realize just how little you know about it's like trying to understand an entire movie from from the thumbnail of the trailer you go that's a movie about oppenheimer i now understand oppenheimer well and then you go in and you start reading about world war ii you're like well what led to this and it's well, 15 years prior, Einstein came over from Germany. You're like, well, why did he come from Germany? And it's like, Hitler rose to power. You're like, well, who's Hitler? And it's like, well, 1920s happened. And you're like, what What happened before that? You're like, World War One. You're like, well, there was another war? And you, you start just unraveling all this shit. And all this time, you thought you understood a guy named Oppenheimer, my, Oppenheimer built a bomb, the end. And then that's just one topic. So then you look at another thumbnail and you go, doctors, well, who's this? 
well, I was doing this. Well, why did you invent that? Well, I was working for DARPA. Well, why did you work for DARPA? Well, because before that, there was 9-11. Well, what was 9-11? Why did that happen? So then I got to go find a Delta Force guy. And it's like, well, this was happening. And what's well, actually the CIA was doing. And you're like, what the fuck? And like, the more and more you go on, you start to realize. And then, and then that's you. That's you getting to talk to experts who are telling you, telling you the truth. And then you go, well, everything I've consumed in my life has been from the mainstream media and they're they're trying to get you to think about something. So you go, I'm not even I'm not even getting the truth half the time. So what you really start to acknowledge is it's also infinitely complex that the very best thing you can do is to have an open mind. But then there's this weird contradiction in that it's so infinitely complex but then there's patterns that that manifest everywhere in medicine, in special forces, in nuclear physics, in literature, in sci-fi. There's only so many patterns. And the takeaway is like most people, most people are good people and they're probably just trying to support their family. And if you come at it from that mindset, you can really start to view most things. You go, well, why, why, why is he doing that? Well, he's a bad person. We look into it. You're like, oh, well, like I talked to an Israeli mercenary, uh, and you know he was talking about killing, you know, Al Qaeda and Hezbollah, and I'm like, oh, you must hate them. And he's like, no, I don't hate them. I feel bad for them. I was like, what? And he's like, that's just some poor fuck who's never seen running water. He's never brushed his teeth in his life. He's dirt poor. He's illiterate. He's growing up in the mountains in Afghanistan. And then some fucking rich financer, you know, from the Bin Laden family gives him an RPG and says, if you shoot that Humvee, I'll give your family $1,000 and maybe your daughter can go to school. And he's going, what other option do I? And then you go, fuck, now I'm starting to feel bad for the terrorist. But then the mercenary tells you, I feel bad for him, but I'm not going to let him kill me. So I have to shoot him in the head. And you're like, God damn it. It's also, it's also, so to answer your question, how has it changed my view, man? is just go into most things understanding that you probably have zero idea with what's going on and don't and get too attached to your own beliefs. And that's the exact opposite of the world. Most yeah. of the world thinks that they know, they know things. Yeah. And that is a pain. That is really real pain. You know, even in my comment section or, you know, when I talk to people on Twitter, they're so convinced that they know about something. Even when they are talking with people who literally spend stupid number of time, amount of time on that topic. Like, you know, when people argue with me on Ukraine war, I was like, from day one, fucking day one, I was looking at this war. No, I'm reading five hours a day. No, are you reading five hours a day? So some people do. But the thing is, reading five hours a day is not the same as mapping five hours a day. You still have to map it. And when you map it, or you, when you have to try to rationalize it when you're doing a video, you you have you start to consider all sides. You have a different conclusion from what you're reading on the Telegram channel or on Twitter, because those are opinions of someone else. But then when you put all the facts together, you re, you realize that it could be something different. Yeah. You no know, people, yeah, because they 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 are doing their job. Yeah. You can't expect a pro-Russian channel to be pro-Ukrainian or you know to say that the yeah. their Russians are shit, you no, know, or their commanders yeah. are shit. Yeah. It, well, by the time they say that the commanders are shit or the Russian troops are shit, 
it's, it's really fucking shitty. That means yeah. things have really gone to hell that they cannot stand it. They need to voice out. So, and and then, but then that's the world we, we are in. You know, people are all very opinionated. And yeah, the, 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 because this is something that I realized as well. Because when I was much younger, I was just like you. I thought that, you no, know, I know things. Yeah. I know things. Then, then nowadays when i'm supposedly have certain level of expertise you know i'm not like not that i know everything about ukraine war but i know a certain aspect of it you know i know enough i still feel like i'm I, I'm, I'm a noob i'm like a, i don't really know as much because there will be someone who knows more than me especially people who are actually actively fighting in this war or they are part of the military in other countries that's monitoring the war they have a huge team helping them to monitor everything signal intelligence, you know, they got human intelligence, and then they piece out uh, information, the, the mapping or the what is exactly happening in Ukraine in perhaps 10 to 20 times my details. Because yeah. everything I have is based on someone someone posting it on Telegram. Yeah. And they are already withholding information because they cannot uh, compromise the security of yeah. their own people that they're supporting, which means that they are only putting out maybe 5% yeah. of like, because I have people who is fighting on the ground telling me stuff, I can tell you I have not said much about what they told me at all to my audience. Maybe 5%, very small things that nobody will believe it. Like, you know, when I, you know, when I, when, when we, you know, because people are indoctrinated, like they really believe like what they want to believe. So you, you will not believe that when I say, oh, the Ukrainian soldiers are really don't, are really undertrained, like really undertrained. They have no idea what they are doing. And then uh, half of the Ukrainian military that's actually holding up is actually the foreign fighters. The foreign fighters are the reason why Ukraine is still holding up. And everything else, everyone else is just nobodies. They are just there to die. They have no money for vehicles. They need to buy their own vehicles. All these are real. This is the foreign fighter that told me. And the, and the thing is, when, when you go on Twitter, you will have a totally different world. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like especially if you are in the pro-Ukrainian circle, it's like wow, the Ukraine is going to win the war. They have HIMARS and F sixteen has come. The Russians are going to be dead. It's like, yeah, no, whatever, man. It's think about what we were talking about for like the first forty-five minutes, right? How behind the scenes is just you see an interview. You know what you don't see is just all day emails and reading and contacting guests and 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 editing and descriptions and thumbnails and you're doing and then you're looking at analytics and then you're looking at money and you, you try to find a balance between like passion and and payment and going through all of this right and there are people listening to this right now they're probably going oh jesus like i just see tommy's podcast i just see defense politics asia and you don't see everything else behind it right yeah Which the gas dropped out from the sky <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we just appear online. <laughs> so what you have to realize is what I've realized through podcasting and interviewing people is that's true for everyone else. For every doctor that just comes on my show and tells me something, there's this whole life behind them that they're trying to yeah. distill down to an hour. If I interview Dale, who's in Delta, you know, I got him for 45 minutes to ask him some questions. And there's this whole fucking he's served for 40 years and half the shit's classified. And it's, yeah. <laughs> and then like and you're just getting this little tiny. So like even the experts I get to talk to, I'm realizing that I'm getting just the tiniest little 
thumbnail of so you go okay i don't understand anything and yeah. most that's of the shit, conclusion too. it's that's the conclusion and then you have to go and that's okay that's another thing is at first it at first it's uncomfortable it's like when you first start working out you get to the gym you start moving you're like i don't fucking want to do this shit but you know 10 minutes go by heart rate's getting going a little more he's kind of sweating and you're like all right all right yeah let's do this let's get into it the you know the first year or so of realizing you're wrong is uncomfortable because you have an ego i'm not yeah. wrong i fucking know what's <laughs> right right but then yeah. you you break it down more and more and you go i don't understand what's going on and that that's not a reflection of like who i am as a person you just go Oh, I didn't realize that. So you have someone on and I have an opinion about this and they come on and tell me just how wrong I am. And instead of getting defensive, you go, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And it it starts to become much there's much less friction in it. So I can just drop an idea like I can I can have an idea for 20 years of my life. And then someone comes on and explains thoroughly how incorrect you are. And whereas three years ago, I might, I might push back on them versus mm -hmm. now you're just like, oh, you, you completely detach. It's me going, yeah, two plus two is five. And then they go, actually, look, it's one and two. And then you add another two and it's actually only four. You go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's four. And you don't, you don't attach anything to it. You don't go, I'm a bad person. You go, oh, this just, it's just four. This is what it is. Oh, oh. I would say that the pe people, true experts, uh, becomes really humble. Like yes. I feel like this is, this is something that I went through, in fact, twice in my life already. So I used to play the flute, Chinese flute. So it's a bamboo flute. Mm -hmm. I used to play the flute. So I was the best in my school. So I was like, no, I think that I'm pretty good. No, I'm very excited to meet other people from other schools and everything. But the more people I meet, uh, I'm still decent you know when i start meet most of the other schools but once you really meet prodigies yeah in hell because i started learning from 13 years old so yeah. that was like second one so media school first first year when you meet someone who started learning when they are in the kindergartens yeah <laughs> when they are five years old four years old five years old and they are two to three times better than you when they are just 10 to 12 years old yeah and then you are already 70 18 years old yeah your your mind your brain will melt. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? And you know that this guy haven't even got into secondary school. He still can continue to grow for another eight years, ten years easily. And then you are about to go into the workforce in another four to five years. It's like, fuck man, this yeah. is not for me. Yeah. Like for me, it's like the entire idea of going professional uh, during those days as a musician. I was like, no. I'm not going to be able to compete with these prodigies because by that time, my brain is already, already in a sense, it, maybe it's ego. Maybe it's just, the, I lost my passion. I'm not as vigorous in terms of trying to learn and practice. So when you start to see some, someone who is that good, it's like, oh, fuck man. What's the point? You no, know, hmm. this guy will be the star. You know, I will just be another music teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so, then that is the first time I experienced that. And and after that, you know, after I started to know all these 
uh, know the prodigy and everything. I started, I become a lot more humbler about my my flute, uh, my uh, music skills. Then, then now with the with the Ukraine war, um, is again the same thing. You no, know, once you reach a certain, because definitely I'm one of the very few that have been monitoring since day one, and when you know, a lot of people really they, they do message me and praise me or you know they compliment or thank me for the, for my work they say that you know i do very very good work and whatever but i'm really really humble i'm i always tell them that i'm humble i you know i'm very thankful about for your compliment or your email or everything because you once you reach a certain level you realize you really don't know enough you really don't know that much and you don't even dare to say that you are like you no know, yeah you're an expert, you know, in the sense that you know, I can only say that I have been this place for you no know, doing this thing for 150 over days, 200, no, 350 over days. But I would not say that I'm an expert because the reality is I'm not. Like, yeah. when compared to the intel officer within the Russian military or the Ukrainian military, they, they, I don't really know that much as compared to what they, what they know. Hmm. I di- I spent a lot of time mapping, but that doesn't mean that I know more, per se, hmm. because everything comes back to our media diet, because that's the that's all the sources telling me. So that's all I know. So an intel officer would have more sources of information. You know more things. So similarly, people who you you interview who are experts, they have read papers that normal human beings will never read because they don't understand even the first paragraph. Like sometimes I saw the formula, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. No, but no, there are people who are just so much more knowledgeable about things that it is just humbling to realize that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Which then comes back to DPA Open Mind because in the early days of my YouTube channel, I saw in the comments and there are some people who are really passionate. They write really long and uh, comments. Sometimes they they write very insightful stuff, things that I never know about. And I realized that damn, this community is actually very different from you no know, the usual comment sections that I read in, in any other videos. Then I realized I need to you know groom and cultivate this community, and slowly, which is why I started the Discord channel. Uh, the the but the Discord is not really for everyone discord is a very specific niche of people that would use it then so since then i have the dpa open mind and then i have the dpa forum so and i i have locals but locals is a deep place pretty much but the but ultimately the idea is that you know with dpa open mind i want to show people that these normal people that you probably ignore or you will just diss in the comments these people are experts I ha- like on DP over my I have someone who is literally working uh in the semiconductors in Taiwan. And he's literally expert, you know, because he's in the industry. He works on the F sixteen F sixteen before. So he has experience with uh, fighter aircraft, you know, what is the things that you care about, you worry about in terms of uh, running an F sixteen, which the Ukrainians want to buy. And he was explaining about you no know, the the concerns would actually not fit with what Ukraine can sustain because F-16 needs to be to have a very clean runway uh, because of the way how the exhaust works and everything. So he's like, he can go into details about it. He can talk, he, he literally corrects everyone about Russia's semiconductor industry. You no, know, everybody say that, oh, they're using washing machines and everything. But the, re- the 
but the truth is that he said that Russia's semiconductor industry is actually huge. It's actually very big. And most of the stuff that you need for weapons, you don't need the top-end semiconductors chips. You don't need the best chips. The best chips is we use it on the phone, on our computers, for supercomputers, but maybe for AI. But for weapon production, you don't need something that advanced. And the Russians have plenty of such capability. And and that will change your mind, you see, because people always think about, you no, know, uh, Russia will not be able to uh, produce the cruise missiles and uh, because they will not have the chips to do it. But the reality is they can produce the chip. It's just that the chip is bigger. It's not so small, but it still works. So, so like the, all this, all this propaganda about you no, know, oh, they have to steal or take chips from uh, the refrigerator or, you know, or from the washing machines to you know put into weapons. It's like these are just propaganda. The reality is very, very different. I spoke to an economist. Uh, he's he's uh, he's working for a very infamous company that everybody thinks is evil. It's, it's the biggest company. So I don't want to say which thing. Black Rock. No, I didn't say he's dead. He didn't. He didn't say that. I said it. So, so he's one. So this economist is a very loyal follower. He's a great supporter. I met him in person in Singapore, and he also shares with me about about things. You know, uh, about the Ukraine, uh, the Russia, because he was an expert in Russia, and then he realized that you no, know, a lot of the things being talked about Russia is all fake. It's all wrong. Like he literally read the newspaper, watch the TV, and said, "What the fuck is this person talking about?" Because he's the expert in that in that field, and then and then it's like you know, there's so much things that you know, like you, what you say, is shaped by the mainstream media or the media diet that we are having, and actually a lot of this information is wrong. And sometimes I do check with him about certain information, uh, certain stuff, because like like you know, there's a lot of YouTube channels talking about you know China is falling, you know, or whatever. So, so sometimes I take. I asked him, you no, know, you no, know, the information to, and then he said that no, no things are not that bad in China, uh, so, so that's that's cool, you no, know, but you see, if, within my followers, nobody know who are these people, but some of these people have tremendous backgrounds. They are true experts in their field, and we don't know, you no. Know, then then you have like on Twitter the NAFO people they just drop one meme, ha, <laughs> sure Ivan, you know the kind of thing. It's like, but they have no idea who. Who did they, they? Who did they just this? This mm. person could have like you no know, earned hundred times of your income, and then you are just spending your, your life on Twitter. You know, dissing about people. You know, throwing memes and everything. So I just thought this the world is weird. It's just so weird. I was, I was gonna say, another thing I've learned is yeah, and is that I know nothing, and that that's okay and I've said this before, it's kind of what you just said, is how smart the average person is. That you don't really ever think, you just, oh, this person just comments, and you're like, yeah, this person's just an idiot. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you'll maybe talk to him or something, and you're like, oh, Jesus. Like, I didn't, like, I remember one guy commented on one of my videos, like, I was talking about, like, a nuclear weapon. And he was like, this is wrong. And I was like, who the fuck? And was, uh, emailed them. And he was like, well, my dad... You know, my dad's 90 and like he, uh, you know, he was on one of the ships that like witnessed hydrogen bomb tests. And I was like, oh, and he got his dad on the show. And now I'm going like, oh, so here's this guy that I just wrote off as an idiot. But the reality is, is he's his dad. The guy that raised him 
witnessed this shit with his own eyes when Eisenhower was president. And you're like, everything I know is just from a YouTube video I saw. And then you start looking at every commenter and some people are really are retarded, but you start looking at every commenter and you're like, I have no idea what they know. I have, you know, I just happen to have a podcast, but this person might be an expert who, yeah, works at a semiconductor fabrication plant and they only have a minute of free time at the end of the day. So they make a quick comment about something. And now you're judging that entire person off of just one comment. You have no idea. And it's like, you start looking at every single person as a YouTube thumbnail. And you know how you can see like the length of the video. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, instead yeah. of saying one hour, that thumbnail says, I'm 33, says 33 years. And you're going, I'm just scrolling through, and I see one thumbnail, and I'm now trying to condense 33 years. You see a thumbnail for Tommy Kerrigan, it's just me smiling. And you go, I now understand Tommy. And then you click on it, and you watch the 33-year-long video, and you go, wow. When then you start looking at every other thumbnail, and you're like, Oh, gee, like, I didn't know you played the flute. And it's like, well, there's a there's a new part of Wyatt. And it's just like, fuck. And so, like, but the takeaway of all of this is it's daunting. You realize you know nothing. To me, it's it's also helped me with, like, anxiety. And you go, you're a lot less fearful of the world. There, there are still bad things. There are still genuinely bad people. They're rapists. They're murderers. There's whatever. But the vast majority of people you talk to, any friction you had with them, more likely than not, came from miscommunication. You didn't know about you. I didn't know you played the flute. Maybe you didn't know that I played basketball in middle school. You go, oh, oh. Don't worry. That that is not possible because you're American. Yeah. Exactly, (laughs) right? Yeah, right? Yeah. But it goes back and forth. And so then if you see like a politician you don't like or you see a late yeah. night comedian, you stop looking at them with like this this anger. You're like, fuck this person. You just start going, oh, they they just see the world differently. And they've got this whole life of experiences. And and I think it's it's kind of ironic because at that point, I think you do start to become an expert in whatever it is you're doing because you full-heartedly believe. You're not just saying it. You truly mean when you go, I am not an expert. Like you say, I am not a Ukraine. And I say, I, I have no idea what I'm doing with podcasting. And it's kind of in that moment that you actually do become the expert because your mind is completely open to everything. Right. It's like the Buddhist or the Zen, you know, he who thinks he knows enlightenment doesn't know enlightenment. He who knows he doesn't know enlightenment knows enlightenment. And it's this weird contradictory mm-hmm. where you go, no, 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 no. Just I have no idea. This person's going to come on the show. Just be a sponge. Just absorb everything they say. I think one of the easy, good way to understand how uh, objective a person is, is they will say that they don't know about certain things. They will admit to it rather than no. They was they 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 have a comment about literally everything. Uh, I think that's that's something I, I realized like uh, doing the open mind and everything. I feel that 
the people who really are very genuine and from the heart, they really you know they are honest. They 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 are people. Who, they are the people who say that uh, I don't. I really don't know about this topic. No, so I don't don't really have anything to add. Yeah. About this, I think these are the people that you know when they do speak. You know, you give them you 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 will accord them a lot more respect because this when they speak it means they really have a genuine com uh, comment or opinion or they do have certain expertise in a certain thing. So, the that that's just how. Hmm. Uh, talking about impressions, you no. Know, Ted Cruz. <laughs> you know, during the 2016 election, I thought Ted Cruz looks really evil. Yeah, he does. Like, you know, like like the things he said during the election cycle, during the 2016 presidential election where he's fighting against Trump, right? It was like, God, this this person is horrible, man. But but like I said, no, that's the thumbnail that I see. You know, that's the, no, because he's fighting against Trump. You no, know, it's kind of like a, trying to bang the wall. But the thing is, the... Over since then, then he started to have this beard and everything that looking very uh, silver warish kind of person. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's coming from one two hundred years ago. Oh, he's awesome, man! Ted Cruz now is oh my fucking god! He's one of the, the I think I would say that one of the U.S. senators that I really respect now. Like when he do the questioning, you know, where they have the hearings. Oh my fucking god! He asked best the best questions. He really put down the people who are trying to bullshit him. Oh, I really like him. I really like him now. I I thought he's really evil <laughs> in twenty sixteen. So so this like no, it does corroborate what you say. You know, like you no, know, the first impression sometimes is wrong. Yeah. We don't know what he knows, or you know, we have a wrong impression of that person. But maybe it's the mustache. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. he's like, wow, he's awesome right now. And then like another twist to it is everything you see with someone that's just who they are at that moment. So yes. if I interviewed someone in 2020 and it's now been three years and I go, yeah, that guy was an asshole. I might have him on the show now. And I'm like, Oh, this isn't the same part. Like I look at myself three years ago and I'm like, Oh, that's not me. Don't watch that. I'm like, that's not me. Like, this is me. That guy was an asshole. And you go, Oh fuck. So like the memories you have of people are someone are of someone that doesn't exist anymore. They're gone. They're dead. You know, yeah. the, the, whoever I, if you know, if you and I are doing a podcast in 2026, and I never, and I don't talk to you from now until then, I have this image in my head of you, and I talk to you in 20, you go, oh, dude, don't, oh, you're, I, you defense politics age, you go, that was a weird time in my life. I do this now, and I'm like, oh, DPA is just gone. It just doesn't exist anymore, and. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will have like tattoo all half of my face. Yeah, you'll like, be like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, I will have this like you know very change. big metal change. Like, yeah. Hey yo, fucking bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you like live in you you live in Ukraine now or some shit, or you've been hired by like Russia. You like work yeah, in the like, KGB. My, my, then my my Russian Russian model girlfriend. I was like, come over here, man. Yeah, come yeah. over. Yeah. my bitch, man. My bitch, and so. And then to like twist all of it is like everything we're talking about. And then when you see someone in the comments who will just make a claim, like, oh, why it's, why it's a Russian aid. Like uh, people, people, like people see, com like I see, I mean, I think I po posted a video of this like yesterday. I'll see comments where they're like, oh yeah, no, Tommy, dude, that guy definitely, he's CIA. Like look at all the guests he gets. And I'm like, 
I'm having this like long four year podcasting expedition where you get to where we are now and you're just kind of humbled by it all. And you're like, Oh, it's like a beautiful path of trying to be, you know, acquire more wisdom and letting your guard down and realizing we're all just human beings and trying to do the right thing. And then you just see a quick comment of someone who's like, this asshole works for the CIA. And you're like, all right, dude, I don't even. So when people are like, Oh, why you know, how's that paycheck from the Kremlin? You're just like, Whatever, dude. Like you can't even. You're like, I don't. Whatever. I don't even fucking care. It's, it, people thought that it's easy to, you know, get a job with the Kremlin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like if I have, I'm paid by the Russians or the, or whoever which government. Yeah. I don't even have to work so hard, man. Fuck. That's what I always but, say, and I'm like, <laughs> if I was getting CIA, I wouldn't be off YouTube. I'd be, the, I'd be trending on the front page. I wouldn't be fucking doing three interviews a day. I'd be doing one a week. With people yeah. that I should have not have access to, and I'd be pushing American propaganda points. I wouldn't be saying, "Man, maybe they have a point." I'd be like, "We need a, we need to ensure the navigation of the seas in the South China Sea, and America needs a stronger presence. We need to combat the Chinese in Niger." And I'd be like, "What? Yeah, I'm not making shit. I <laughs> wish the Kremlin paid me. That would be money. <laughs> There's." There's no money in in being humble and realizing you don't know anything. There's no money in that. that that's not profitable. Yeah. And and that, that that comes to another point which I feel very uh disturbed. So so the because of Ukraine war, uh because I read so much of the sources and everything in like you know, there's no way you can know anything if you don't read these few sources. Like these are the, the there's these few trusted sources and I read them every day, and and literally, be your pro-Russia, pro-Ukrainian. You, if you are even you are pro-Ukrainian, they are also reading Russian sources. I can tell you because the Ukrainians say nothing. The Ukrainians don't really say much. So you all the details is with, with with the Russian side. So the even the pro-Ukrainian YouTubers they have to be reading the Russian ones in order to even know what is happening. That is a fact, like hundred percent fact. There is any there is no pro-Ukrainian source that is going to tell you enough. To, to actually do you know, half an hour reports. Like this, their report, their, their, their summaries are only like two, three paragraphs, very short paragraphs saying, that, oh, there's fighting here. There's fighting there. That's it. You, you, the details are all from the pro-Russian side. So, so I forgot my point. <laughs> Reading each other's <laughs> stuff, but getting paid by the Kremlin, getting paid by the CIA. Uh, yeah, no, no, but... mon- no money in being humble. Yeah, so so I forgot my point, but anyway, is the thing is that the yeah, fuck man, fuck man, man who cares? That. Who cares? It'll it'll pop up. If it's important, <laughs> it'll pop up. But the and, but it is it is the truth that the thing the thing the thing is that the people people don't really realize that while they are following a pro Ukrainian uh, YouTuber or whoever, they are actually reading off pro Russian stuff, but they are just warping it. To make it sound good for the Ukrainians, yeah, like you no, know, maybe uh, the Russians are taking certain grounds. They will report it as the the Russians are doing you no know, human wave, you no, know, at 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 at, at, all, at a huge cost, you no know, capturing a little bit of useless grounds, but they will never say the same thing when the Ukrainians do the same thing. Yeah, so, so <laughs> but I forgot my original point. Fuck, it does not do. It, it was supposed matter. to be a good point. It doesn't matter. But I forgot. Don't worry about it. It's, yeah. I was going to say, like, and like, lastly, 
is we're looking at we're talking about everything in the reality in which we exist now with cell phones and Instagram and TikTok and speed of light information and just how little you know. Well, then you start thinking about like history where you can't go back and be like, hey, can I hear about your side of the war? They're dead. And there's like a book written about the war of 1812 and all that information. You can't dig up more. Whatever's written is written, but everyone's fucking dead. Their grandkids are dead and their grandkids, grandkids are dead. So then you look at most information can be wrong, too. Yeah, it could be all made up. But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting to is once you realize just how fake and biased all the news you receive right now, and then we just have this idea of history where it's like it started in the Fertile Crescent, and then there were pyramids, and then Jesus walked, and then you know, and then there's the Roman, and there's the Greeks, and then there's the Bronze Age, and then you know, the Vatican or something. And then there's a printing press and they made some churches and there was colonialism. And then some guys in powdered wigs came to America and shot a bunch of British people. And then 200 years passed and world war two happened and we had to kill Hitler. And now we're here and you go, that's, I don't even, (laughs) I guess I have no fucking idea. So, so this Ukraine war also, highlights to me the the amount of work, the amount of sacrifice the russians had the in the in world war ii 27 like, no, million because no in our textbook is it, it does talk about the russians but the thing the focus is more towards is more west leaning america one yeah yeah it, it's more about you know, the no no the no mandy you know yeah the, the yeah d-day and, and yeah iwo jima and america it, did it so for example it's like the battle of the bulge yeah it's like what's wow, a big major thing right but better of the bulge happens all the time on the Eastern Front. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the Germans trying to break through, you know, through a bulge and try to encircle the Russian forces, but they failed and everything. That happens on the so regularly on the Eastern Front. Like daily. But you see, it's not talked about it. Yeah. It was not talked about. Yeah. The, no, it's, it's all about this no airborne, no, they are holding this position, you know, and, uh, like these heroic moments that they managed to hold back the German advance. But the Germans will, even if they captured the Ardennes, they will still lose the war. Because those, because by that time of the war, they are all old and young people. They are not going to win the war. Even if they have that, they have that breakthrough, they're merely just going to drag on the war for another week or a month. Yeah, And those entire force will be encircled and destroyed. So, but you see, the, the, in terms of like the way how we, history is written, you know, we glamorize certain parts and we make certain people heroes and then we dumb down certain parts and yeah like know what you talk about this it, it does make me dub a lot of the history yeah that we understand like maybe they don't maybe the mongolians are the, the the true good people yeah you know the mongol empire they are there to liberate people from all these uh evil monarchs yeah we, are, like... we don't know it's like we we have here to liberate you. That actually the reality in, in those days, you know, it, 600, 800 years ago, is that the people actually welcomed the Mongols. Yeah. Oh, you liberated us. And, and, then and maybe, and maybe that was written down. People, right? Maybe that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe all that was written salty. down, and somebody found it. Went oh fuck this, and just burned the book. Yeah, yeah. Then the salty historians wrote, wrote you know, wrote it into yeah. some evil people because because if you look in a different lens, 
the Mongols never enforce their ways on the people they conquered. They let them uh, do whatever they want. Just that, you know, if they need military people, they need army, they have to contribute people. And that's about it. Uh, they have their own religion. They, they do not enforce religion. They do not enforce uh, governance. Uh, like they still rule themselves. So maybe that's the truth. No, maybe yeah. actually they are liberators then, and they are just trying to wipe out. They are the first communists, you know, they are trying to liberate people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and then, so it's like, imagine if I had the only podcast in the world. And oh my I, God. And, and I just got to dictate what was. And in 200 years, someone finds a hard drive with my podcast on it and they go, this is what happened in 2023. Like, maybe. So then you look back and go, okay, now imagine going back a thousand years. How many people could even write? How many people even had access to a pen, True. let alone understanding of a language? So you're, take, you're taking this entire complex action and you have one guy who might just say, yeah, fuck them. They're bad. We're good. The end. And you go, the Mongols were bad. But there's a reality, you know, in yes. that most of the history, you know, the old histories, this all written the the how we know anything about the certain history of certain written place, by the victors all by that one or two historian that yeah. wrote something yeah like Marco Polo, you no know, he he went around Asia yeah and then and then suddenly everything that he wrote about become the truth of that time. But the thing is that's just one person, you know how, and it it's it's like you now going to Europe. You travel around all the different countries for one month, and then you go to Africa, travel all the countries in like one month or two months, and then you come back and write a book. And then that's and that it. is the reality of twenty thirteen. And then that's of just Europe it. and Africa, and yeah. that's it. And you go, well, that's that's it. So yeah. Yeah, all of history, you start questioning. You go, wait, what the fuck? And it's <laughs> yeah, like all understanding you have. It's like not just the present moment. It's also a couple years ago. And then it's all of human history, and you go, I don't even... It, it just all starts dissolving, and it really makes you... It's almost like tearing a page out of a notebook and going... Yeah. It's like you're trying to do math, and you're like, you go, fresh page. It makes you just throw away everything you know and go, okay, what do I know? Man, I, I don't know. Be nice to other people. And make sure you get eight hours of sleep. Uh, That's get, about you, all you, I you got. Get torn, you get torn, right? No, this is like two, two mundane, you know, the torn. You have to, you know, care about the LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, you know? Yeah. Um, you go, I don't even, I don't even fucking know what's real. And then you come into the modern era of like, oh, no, forget there's AI and bots. So you're just talking to people that don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, really, it, it kind of boils down to like, what can I see and hear? That's it, it, really all it, I know. The reality is we have reached a point where even the current, like modern, current discussions, like on Twitter or in the social media spaces, it, certain things that is may not actually be real or very small has been blown out of proportion. For example, maybe the pride movement, the LGBTQ stuff. Yeah. But, you know, or the indoctrination of kids, you know, in the in in uh, uh in the U.S. Uh, junior schools, is it really that huge, or is it just certain places? It you no, know, because now it reaches a point where 
every American is talking about it. You know, that's why the Bud Light campaign is becoming so successful and everything. But the thing is, is it really that crazy? Yeah. The, the, we no idea. Nobody have any idea. Everybody's talking about it. Like, no, even in the DPA open mic, uh, a few open mics, uh, now it's all right. No, a few open mics ago, it's like, we, the moment you have culture war topics come out, then everybody gets sucked into it. The Americans cannot stop. They have to talk about this gender stuff. Yeah. And the same thing happens in, in the Telegram chat as well in my in my community. It's like, the moment is, you start, everybody's talking about gender and everything. It's like, they just get sucked into this black hole. And is it really that big a thing? You know? Yeah. But it's just everywhere. You know, I go to, I, 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 I like to watch all these alt-right or, you know, so-called alt-right channels. And they are always talking about all these things as well. As well you know, it's like, is this real? Yeah. Is this real? Like, I don't have all these LGBTQ people on my open mic. No one ever comes up and, and that's push, yeah, push you, this kind of thing. Yeah, and you, you see it online. It's like America is so divided. And you have CNN and Fox, and they're like, we have never been this divided since the Civil War. And we're all, and you're like, oh, Jesus. And, and then you just go and you like walk to the store. You see people like walking their dogs. Yeah, <laughs> nobody cares. Sun no, shining, and the it's reality like, is that nobody cares. Um, everyone is in the streets, ready to kill one another. And then, like, you just go to the gym, and people are just working out. And you're hey, like, hey, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know a gay guy. What about him? He's gay. He never talks about. It. He doesn't give a shit. Neither do I. And you're like, wait. Yeah. What's really going on? And then you, you get back online, you just have this little phone, and it's like, and we are so divided. Kind of parallel universe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we are going to fucking kill each other in the streets. And you're like, oh, my God. And then you like go to the grocery store, and you just kind of like listen to a song, and you grab a Gatorade and go swipe at it. And you're like, which yeah. one's real? The one you can see in here or the one that's being told to you by people with an agenda? Yeah. So, so, so the world is... It's like the this fantasy world that you know used to be re- resides only in the history books, is now appearing in real life, and re- then we cannot tell. Yeah, we cannot tell what is real, and it's gonna get worse because now oh, yeah. AI is so deep so fake. Good. Like, yeah, deep have fake. you saw some of those gaming channels? They they use they use Biden and Trump. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Call of Duty. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's like, oh, you don't know if that's real or not. Like Maybe Trump yeah. really played Call of Duty with Biden. <laughs> it really is, man. It really is. You almost wonder if that's the purpose of this life, and that's why we're alive right now, is to slowly dissolve everything you've ever believed in, and it forces you to really only acknowledge the here and now and the presence of consciousness in this moment. That's kind of it. That's really the only thing you can be certain of. It's like even right now, it's like, is this a dream? Is my whole life a dream? So, so, so it's like the Matrix. You no, know, yeah, Andrew we, Tate like to say that we are in the Matrix. Yeah. You no, know? and yeah. then uh, the Matrix will try to control us. Yeah. And it sometimes it does feels like it. It does sometimes it does like weird, like, and people. Some people are more in the Matrix than others. Yeah. For example, for example, people in Europe. They cannot believe that the rest of the world don't give a damn about Ukraine. It's like there's no way I can explain that they they'll be convinced. I I nearly no one talks about Ukraine in Singapore. Yeah, none. 
the even my friends, they some of them, the only reason they will even talk about it is because they know that I have a YouTube channel talking about Ukraine. Yeah. Yes, just simply ask me one question. Who is winning right now? Yeah. And that's that that's all they ask. And no no one talks about it. It's like no one gives a damn about Ukraine. It's like Myanmar is just nearby. We don't even talk about Myanmar. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about North Korean? You no, know, have you ever lost sleep for the North Korean poor people who never get to eat enough? Why why the hell do I do I need to care about the Ukrainians? Like, you know, the people in, in Yemen is worse. They have it worse. They have a food crisis and they need UN uh, food food program. And then who cares? Because you no know, Ukrainians, Ukrainians know are uh, know this shining beacon of whatever bullshit that you no, know, and that and because you no know, we need to support the Ukrainians. So the UN grains, uh, the we have we must open up this grain uh shipments so that, from Ukraine so that you know the Yemenis are gonna get their food program. It's like, why not just ask from Russia? Russia have a lot of spare grain. Yeah. No. But it, no, 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 you have to be the Ukrainians. No, Ukrainian greens are the best, you know, because the, if not, the Yemenis can just go and stuff. He said, like, fuck, man, there's so many places you can buy grain. Why is it have to be from Ukraine? You know, the Africans are going to starve without Ukrainian grain. Only 25% of the greens go to Africa. 75% goes to China and Europe. He said, like, what is the real, what's the reality? And then, and then the Russians are still playing along. It's like, okay, okay, you want a green? Okay, I give you the green, the green, uh, green shipments. And then, and then the, the, the Ukrainians use it for, uh, sending arms through the shippings, and uh, you sometimes they use the shipping route to attack the Russian vessels. It's like, uh, this world is fucked. <laughs> and then, and we'll wrap it up with this because I got to run. I got another show in a couple minutes. Is, no, 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 cannot, cannot. Uh, <laughs> to me, this it all comes back to the gaming channel. I'm like, who gives a shit what's real? I just kind of want to have fun and laugh. Yep. You'll never figure yep. it out. You'll never know what's real. Who gives yep. a shit? Don't. No. For me, is is simple. Uh, is simple. While while I'm earning the blood money, no, I earn money from Ukraine reporting on the war. People die, I earn money. Yeah. In the sense. Yeah. But the thing is, I prefer there's no war because no point. We, when you have an opportunity to raise a kid and you dedicate 20, 10, 15, 20 years to to see this person, this human being grow up and then die for some stupid reason in a war. And and the way they die is is even more uh, anticlimactic than you know, when we play you know, all these uh, computer games, all these FPS. You know, at least the FPS, people can see you die. You know? yeah. And then you can talk about it, you can laugh about it when you die. You're like, fuck, man, that's a one hell of a good grenade. And, but in real life, the poop, then you just it. Done. It's all just darkness. It's, it's just it's an artillery pretty, shell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or your teammate just misfire and you die. You know, <laughs> the fire right. shot you from the back. It's, like, it's very pointless. So. So I, I I I just want people you know, to just to be decent people. Um, yeah. Whatever ideology or belief is pointless because the reality is you no. Know, all these people that is sent to war, like now is Nigeria is going to have this all these things. The it will be there. Like maybe there's going to be a war. People is going to die, and then life will go on in the rest of the part of the world. Yeah, and it and no, it, all for all for France to have cheaper nuclear nuclear power. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. 
yeah, it just makes war seem even dumber. You're like, why? Why? It's just... Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, why? Well, let's wrap this one up. All right. I appreciate you coming on, man. I really do. If any, if everybody was tuning in to hear about the war, sorry. <laughs> why and I just yeah. yelled nonstop for two hours. Yeah. It, it, it's already a tradition that you no, know, we won't, we will we'll hardly talk about the war now uh, on the on the TNC. <laughs> Yeah, we will never we'll never talk. We will tell everyone we're going to talk yeah. about Ukraine, but we will not. Yeah, if if you want to listen to Ukraine stuff, you know, go back to the first interview. I think we talked about a lot more there. You know, yeah. since then it was it just all went downhill. <laughs> I, I enjoy these more because I have I have more fun with these. Um, yeah, guys, please go in the yeah. description. Please go follow Wyatt on Rumble and Locals and Twitter and YouTube and all that shit. And uh, yeah, follow my shit. Follow shit. Yeah. Wyatt, thanks so much for your time, man. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Tommy. And uh, I love you, buddy. And I uh, can't wait for the next one. Yep. Right, See Wyatt. you soon. Thank you so All much. Right. Guys, thank you for watching. Recording stopped. Much love, everybody. Peace.